Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown 90 day Beyonce Marrying someone you've only met on your phone Be they French or Chinese A brand new K-1 visa's the key Ooh, The key to what, Poodle? To love <laughs> It's reality game Let's love. Let's take the last chance for love, <laughs> for romance. <laughs> Your tongue, when you do that, mm-hmm. kind of like gyrates in pain. <laughs> it hurts. I'm not going to lie. It hurts. No, this is reality, guys. This is the this single is. life. The single life, everybody. Are you turning me up or down? I didn't touch you at all. <laughs> Fine. Uh, season one, episode 15. But, 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 it's, but it's really episode whatever. Because we don't cover Pillow Talk, even though we, we're, we're great. If you want to watch it, great. It's very entertaining. We're not going to tell you. We're not going to watch 90-day cast members watching a no. show about them. Tim and Veronica are hilarious. They right? are. They're great. I'm sorry. It's not good to recap. That's what we're saying. No. I feel like Tim and Veronica are an actual 80s sitcom come to life. I think that this, is, this just tells you they've known each other for so long. Mm-hmm. They're actual friends. I think that's why uh, uh, Molly and Cynthia are good on Pillow Talk. They're yeah. actual friends, mm-hmm. and so it feel it feels more authentic sometimes than couples do. Yeah, because it always feels like sometimes it feels like sometimes people are on. Sometimes they have to be on. Even even Lexi and and uh, Lexi and Lauren feel on sometimes. And you know, normally Angela doesn't feel this way, but this season she kind of does. On Pillow Talk, not on Pillow Talk, but oh. on. Net regular 90 days. Oh, I was talking about Pillow Talk. I know, but I'm just saying, Angela's one of those people who normally feels kind of, she feels a little more genuine. Uh, you know I feel what, like she's, she's like, I'm going to say the sayings this season. In her confessionals, she's always put it on. 
She's always put on seems, the charm. Seems extra. Let's. Let, I don't want to talk about Angela. <laughs> <laughs> but why don't, why don't? Can't we just talk about? Uh, wait, you know what? I'd rather talk about Angela than Big Ed right oh, now. Too late. We're going to talk about Big Ed. Boy, they just raw fuck us with Big Ed. Every it's, he's always first. You know what it is. You know how you always talk about the crew hates them mm-hmm. or hates her or him. The crew. Why's my camera on? Were you taking dirty <clears throat> pictures on my phone? <sighs> By the way, somebody named Who's Tracy followed me on Peloton <laughs> today, and I died. Oh my god. <laughs> Who's Tracy? Who's Tracy? Um, which, by the way, before we jump in, we want to remind everybody, Kate Casey, we were on Kate Casey's podcast that aired today. Talking pig royalty. But, y'all, I haven't listened yet. I'm excited to, but Lindsay from Southern Summer House is on the show as well. I need to... Same it, episode. Yeah. And she emailed us, and, or texted us, and told us too that she loved her interview with the executive producer of Pig Royalty. That should be <gasps> dropping soon. We're very I excited for I think Friday. I think, Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, but the crew loves Big Ed. I'm telling you. Really? Yeah. I guarantee you he is so nice to the crew. I bet he's I'm so sure. nice. He's to very everybody. polite to, to and people. I, and I actually bet he's wonderful to work with. I'm sure he is. It doesn't change that he's a predator. And let me let me really clarify, because I had some, actually, I had some pushback with someone uh, saying, I think you need to draw the line because... Uh, when I think of predators, I think of rapists and sexual uh, sex- and sexual assault. I'm talking about how Big Ed approaches women, and okay. it's a predatory nature. It is like I'm going to make you, or I'm going to push buttons, or I'm going to seduce you into me getting something. That's a predatory response. I it's agree. A, that's a predator's way of. Of um, boy, we're just starting the show off soft. <laughs> no, no comedy I'm, show, everybody. <laughs> I'm digging in. Wow, B- Big Ed's a predator. He is. I think maybe why some people make that distinction is he doesn't seem um, all of everything Big Ed does, and we're going to talk about this later because we really see it. Everything Big Ed does comes out of fear and anxiety so that's the motivator yeah, of everything I, so, no no let me finish yeah i think for some people and i you can see that myself but i kind of see the whole picture that can garner empathy yeah people are sad for him that he i, he's I think stuck it's, i think it's his condition it. if but yeah if big if big ed did not have his did the condition he has or did not look the way he did he'd be universally reviled I probably I think that yeah, and I and and here's here's why uh, the situation makes is like twist the knife further for me is that he everything he he wears this sheep's clothing of I just want this I just want love I just want someone to come home with however every time he gets something he's it's all for him. It's never about building a relationship. It's things that he I wants. I wrote that down. It's very he's just much, this. He's just this like vampire. He is very me centered. Yeah, very me. And that's why I'm saying it's a predatory response to he's women. Too scared to think about anybody but himself. Right. Um, oh, I don't. I. I. I think that that is giving him more awareness than he has. No, I don't think he knows that. But yeah. I'm just saying that's how it. It, it is so. It, wrapped you, in that 
I think of it as you, you may see it as fear. And I, I think you're right. I see it as just this hunger and this need to consume um, because he's got, there's something in him that is just, it is so empty uh, and, and he needs it. And he thinks he's, he's always looking to be happy and he's never, you know, and he's looking for happiness in other people or in yeah. finding a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. He will never be happy because he hates himself. Yeah, I think he thinks he's un- yeah, yeah very he's much unlovable. He thinks, he thinks he's unlovable, and the more he can get from Liz, the more he can extract from her. First, he wants a kiss, then he wants sex, then he wants this, then he wants that, and he's going to do it all in rapid fire succession, and it's going to make us disgusted. Yeah, um, which it did. Uh, let me tell you, this was close to Extreme Sisters level of gross out for me. Um, let's, let's get into the episode, but I, I wanted to clarify why I call him predatory. Big Ed, come at us. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't, don't. No, I won't have him on. I absolutely will not. No. I think, I think Big Ed is the same Andrew response. Big Ed and Andrew have similar tactics. Uh, Big Ed has, has a more easily, is more of a, has a lot more wool on his sheep's clothing than a wolf. I... I, I agree with you, and I do think there is a. I do think that. I do think the reason why I think Ed's is different because he's always reacting from pain. So, example, Andrew gets mad at Amira. Yeah, he lashes out with her and send her and sends her uh, these um, horrible text calling her. Abusing abusive language, right? Demeaning language. Yeah. Big Ed, when Rose stood for her, stood up for herself and kind of lashed out at him. He completely folded and made himself the martyr of fear. So I I, think, but what I want to offer the distinction, I think, why people think that they don't see. I agree with you about being predatory in nature and all that. I think people don't see that because they, they're when you think of the word predator, you think of someone like. Andrew, who seems like there's more, um, there's more of the. Um, it's more the, insidious intent. More insidious, and also more awareness. I don't think I disagree with you. Where I, I, where you were saying that Big Ed, I don't think Big Ed has an awareness that I, this is where he's coming from. I kind of, I didn't say I that. I did not you. say that. I don't think okay. he's aware. Oh, okay. I think he's just, but he's so hungry he's for so, anything. He's so desperate. He's yeah. Just, desperate yes. um i don't think he's aware that he's a predator oh, okay yeah I'm he glad. would he thinks of himself this is the thing big ed of course thinks of himself as the hero of his own story you guys and big ed thinks he's a good person big ed thinks he's one of the greatest people but andrew i think takes us a step further where he feels like i need to he literally i think consciously thinks i need to control her oh yeah Big Ed He's, doesn't. Big uh, Andrew is like super, uh, like Nietzsche Superman in his head. Yes. Yeah. Where totally. Big Ed, yes, is just this like black hole of desperation, Need. <laughs> yeah. and just the but, gravity pulls you in. But I'm saying the he the way he goes about it and his and his philosophy in the world is so male centric and him centric. There's never going to be room for anyone else who's not a possession of his. Let's jump in. <laughs> so, uh, I'm I'm gonna um, 
every time uh, I'm going to say something makes me sick, y'all can drink or or queasy, or I'll just go ding. Where's a bell? <laughs> Perfect. There every time go. I'll I'll point there at you, you so you can do that. Oh wait, <laughs> that's too long. That's too long. <laughs> so the, he's packing to go on this trip with Liz, um, and he's saying like, "I don't." Weddings are romantic. He doesn't feel like he's boyfriend material until he gets a kiss. I gotta get the kiss because I have to get it from you. It's something I have to extract from you so I can have it. And maybe this is producer driven. I did bring a couple of condoms though. But I don't, <laughs> I don't think it is. Um, and so he, so he talks about the, he hired a car because he has car anxiety. And I went, <laughs> uh, that's poodle. I do have car anxiety. Would you, would you? So, if you had a three-hour drive, would you drive the car yourself, or would you be drive anxious? the car myself without any question? So, you having a driver going up mountain roads would make it worse. Worse, worse, worse. So much worse. Okay. So much worse. I actually get car sick, so I would need to be in the front seat at least. Okay. And then I'd be grabbing the driver's uh, steering wheel. Um, so, so, uh, Liz, so we can just, uh, this is great. So we can just sit in the back and make out. I mean, I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm just kidding. He, does, he says that a lot. He was like, I'll say something and I'm just kidding. But he's not. That's the thing. He's not it's kidding. All, it's all like this weird game uh, to make her okay with his inappropriate behavior. It is. I'm telling you, y'all. People like this are the, probably the people who and they're and I've and I have I've been in contact with them several times. Especially if you work in theater, there's always just kind of people who are just a little left of center. Um, and people like this, people like him who are needy and desperate, they get on my very last nerve, and I can tolerate them less than almost any other person. Mm. It's so Brigette's kind of a trigger for me, yeah, in that way. But yeah, fucking predator. So, uh, then we keep going. He's just up against the door, staring at her, y'all. Well, the entire time. So, see, I didn't see it. It's interesting how you see him. And granted, he is a trigger. For, he's not a trigger for me. But I didn't see him staring at her. I saw him. This is where I saw. Oh. He's so and because what I got, he's so anxious. Yeah, the nervous and, f- and nervous and fearful of just driving and being with her. He literally can't sit still. Like he's just turned towards. He can't sit back and relax and just enjoy five minutes of silence in a car. Ride. You saw that as a manifestation of his anxiety. Yes. Okay. That because and then what? I mean, it was just so, to me. It was his obsession with her. So I, but I think. But what causes his obsession? I I agree. I think his anxiety is at the root of that. It's that's this, that's possible. Like what you said this fear of being unlovable, the fear of that's his that is the if we're looking at it like a CBT right. perspective, the thought is that I'm unlovable. So the behavior is I'm gonna the thought makes the makes me anxious. So my behavior is to do anything to quell that anxiety. However, so look at her obsessing on her. That is mixed with this kind of let's say unfamiliarity with consent. 
of this idea is I got to get the kiss because this is all up to me. Yeah. Because I'm predatory. Yes. Because I'm the man and it's kind of what I'm owed. That's what that's what's in the background to me. And that's the most unhealthy thing about it. Mm -hmm. I can kind of get the anxiety. Mm -hmm. I get it. It But I mean, just if you look at his body language, look at the size of that pumpkin. I mean, it's just Look at smash cars. It is total anxiety the whole time. Do you ever count the yellow lines on the road? And so that's where I was like, oh, this is sad. Like, he if is sad. I was Liz, I would have done a full barrel roll out of the car. Again, I've said it before <laughs> and I'll say it again. She's just as broken as he is in some way that we don't I, know. I need. I, I, I understand what you're saying. I don't know whether she is choosing to be with Ed to be because, because it's TV. Or is she thinking you know, maybe this could be good for me to be with someone who adores me. Or, or is it, is it just, is, is, like you said, is she so broken that she needs this kind of, this relationship that makes her kind of uh, feel, either feel bad all the time, that she needs it? I don't know. I don't know. Again, I don't understand this relationship. Regardless of how he looks, um, so, uh, they, they do, they do get there. They finally get there. Oh, and one more thing. He says, my hope is that when Liz is relaxed, she can let her guard down. But, what the fuck? But, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he, he's so wrapped in his own self. He doesn't have the empathy or the wherewithal. Imp- I said empathy. What did I say? Empathy. I said empathy. The empathy. Empathy. Um, he doesn't have the empathy or wherewithal to to acknowledge her experience. Yeah. Like, for instance, this is Vanessa. Is this the episode? Sorry, we watched two. Did, did Colt, did they go to the therapist session? They did, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, no, I think that's the next episode. So this isn't giving anything away, per se, but it's. The therapist asked them to switch places and talk as the other person. Yeah, reversal. Ed could not do that. Never. No. He could not. He actually wouldn't know that because he's never really thought. And if he did, it would all be things about Ed. Him. Yeah. It would be, if he pretended to be Liz, it would be things like, well, I don't really need Ed. Or Ed's not attractive. It's not this. It wouldn't be nothing about how Liz I, feels. I'm yeah. Thinking, da, 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 da. Um. Anyway. But this... anyway, y'all, they don't have two queen beds, so they only have one <laughs> king bed in the hotel, so they're going to share a bed. Okay. Did you, did you smell the BS here? Uh, hi, this is Tammy, the producer. I mean, this is uh, the hotel. Uh, yeah. Come on. Come yeah, on. Yeah, I agree with that. Come on. I agree. That was. Come on. So there, there's they don't they don't have two queens. You know what you say. Can you bring in a cot? Can you bring in a rollaway? That's what I thought. I literally thought. Can you, you bring get, in a rollaway? Get a rollaway bed. Every hotel has a rollaway bed. Mostly, and just to just so she would not feel that she is having to sleep in the same bed with the man she's been out with. Who smells like mayonnaise? Exactly. Well, th- that's a given. But she's she's been out with him. This is their kind of like third or fourth time. Yeah. And I mean, unless you're me and you jump into bed the first date. <laughs> Poodle's already broken up with him at this point. It's like, cha- oh, th- th- are signed, you kidding? Signed an annulment. <laughs> and 
and prep and probably stolen two hundreds out of his wallet. It is weird that she is talking so much about taking it slow, and it. I knew. I was like, I feel like this is fake. And as soon as she agreed to it, I went. She already knew. About she knew. This. She knew. Yeah. I think this is. She wants to be on TV, but I'm telling you, she really wants to be on TV. <laughs> okay. Quick question. Actually, let's let me ask this later. Cool. We ask this later Those in the are show. My favorite Doritos. <laughs> is that what you were asking? Oh God! You'll never stop thinking about Doritos. Never. So, anyway, they are. Uh, Who stops thinking about Doritos? <laughs> um. So I wrote down, my skin is crawling for Liz, and uh, so they do get. I'm not though. I don't feel sorry for her anymore. Oh, oh, I don't feel sorry for her. But I'm saying... But at this point in the game, they've had enough conversations. She knows exactly yeah, what I don't, who he is. I don't feel the need to get her away from him. I'm just saying... I'm saying what is what is not keeping her des- there. Not that she deserves it. No, 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 no. But yeah, what, I'm saying... It is like what is keeping she, her there. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, the last time I slept with someone in the same bed, it was Rose and uh, told her to shave her legs. And if Liz shaves her legs... Liz doesn't shave her legs... Guess I won't say anything. I'm like, well, you've learned something. There you go. Even a blind <laughs> pig finds an acorn. Um, so he's got champagne and cheesecake, and it's our first champ- glasses of champers together. Cham- champers. Um, and then we have everyone's favorite moment of, can I kiss you? Which can I, I kiss you? I'm glad he did that. I'm glad that he asked. With everything going on and what happened before, I'm glad this that This was happened. a setup, though. This was a setup. Setup in how? It was a setup in she. he guilted her into kissing him. Um, yes. I mean, it felt very like he did all this nice yes. stuff. Yes. Yes. She basically made her... There was no free will. It's, it's there, not. This, this is fake consent. It's not really great to ask someone to kiss them when you know you're going to have to spend a hotel, <laughs> a room with them in a hotel room for the night. This is fake consent. It's not the guilt they have of yeah. I'm here. You you can praise him for that, but I'm not. This no, is. I, I praise any man who asks woman for consent to kiss. That's great. I'm, but I agree with you. The the setting that this is. If this would have been on a date that they were both on equal footing or even in her backyard. No, that's very different. That's very different. Right. But literally in the hotel room, you're about to go to bed. It also he also said, I need you to I need to talk to you about something. Mm-hmm. So it was like that they they're discussing like the parking situation at the board meeting. It's true. Um no, I felt so uncomfortable. Because I and I because I could feel her she knew she had she you could almost see it in her face. She knew she was going to have to do it. That's why it's like uh, the slow. Again, I don't really she feel felt so, she had to do it. Yeah. yeah, it's this slow. Her giving up of her own yeah. freedom for this. It's kind. It of, makes me sick. Um, it's kind of like when uh, I can't believe I'm going to say this because <laughs> I'm scared of what will happen. But it's kind of like when. Bilbo Baggins has to wear the <laughs> ring, or Frodo has to wear the ring, and it over time just takes part of his soul. Yeah, over. That's and exactly over and that's over. exactly what it is. I agree with you. Yeah. Um. So. Do uh, you want the ring? <laughs> no. Ring. No. Get away. Yeah. No. Yes, I love Big Bear. 
<laughs> yes, there's many hobbits in Big Bear. No, you need to get yeah. away. You need to you need to not come here. No one summoned you. <laughs> oh, go back to craft services. I'll be right there, Mom. <laughs> anyway. Jared! We are going to your aunt and uncle's house and we're going to play foosball. I've got to go. <laughs> um, I, you're exactly right that the crew and production are trying so hard to make him the Cinderella story. Even They even play soft music when he starts to go in for the kiss. And I wrote, I'm sick. I'm sick. This is gross. This is – everything in me feels like they are taking away this woman's ability to choose anything by putting her in this situation. Yes, she knew what she was she knew what she was signing up for, but it still feels gross to me. Ugh. Yeah. Well, Ugh. I don't think so I think awful, very awful, few awful. people sign up for reality TV know what they're signing um, up for totally, but So then this is the interesting thing. Yes, the kiss happens. And he's like, "Now that that's out of the way, we can relax." But we can't. But that that's literally him sitting in a car is a metaphor for it or is a visual of how he is all the time. Exactly. He can't relax. He can't relax because as soon as they've kissed, it's on to the next thing. It's yes. on to the next thing that he wants. Yes. That's all about him. And now it's going to be sex. And the next thing is going to be moving in. And the next thing is going to be like, when are we getting married? And then when they get married, it's going to be. But as soon as it is something she wants that he doesn't want, for instance. He's going to put a roadblock. Kids. Because isn't that what happened to yes. Rose? Rose wanted yes. children? Yes. He's going to be like, wait. Uh, uh, exactly. Uh, 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 uh. It's not about him. But I don't want to do that. Um, then in the, in the night, they're kind of like, she's like, sweet dreams. One more kiss. And then he's like, I love you. Y'all, it's That's never it funny. It's not. <laughs> that was it that was when i threw my uh i actually threw my legal pad across the room where he said just kidding i love you if you've ever been with a big ed you need to run yeah it's just awful it's awful um i wrote i'm i wrote clawing off my skin now you know um, who could handle big ed Brittany. <laughs> You know what? In Brittany a way, just shut it down. In a way, she could, and in a way, his constant flattery might be what she wants. But you know, you know, you want no one could handle Big Ed. No, and no one. So only Liz, who maybe is Liz in in like witness protection. <laughs> I'm telling you. Something does happened she, on the way to heaven. Does she have... She hasn't talked about the second marriage she had. Does she have something, unpaid gambling debts? Something happened. <laughs> yeah. is, is there major trauma that that we just... Anyway. I don't know. I'm going to have trauma the more we talk about Big Ed. Let's talk about Brittany. Um, we need to talk about Brittany. We need to talk about Brittany. Uh, which I think our episode with Jen. Uh, I can't find it. Did I it couldn't find yet? it. So people have been saying it It has been out. I can't. Is it just on our Patreon? Maybe. I don't think I she has at, one. Jen I can't Zabrowski. find the episode, but if you can find um, it, let us know. Send it to us. We're we'll, on. We'll we need to talk about Jen. Brittany with Jen. Yeah. So we always want to promote. Right. Um. So, so Brittany, yes. So 
that we just got done with the dinner with her horrible friends. Oh, this where where let me let me remind you of what happened, you guys. Uh, because I I need to set the scene for this because this was really really strange. Um, and I'm thinking maybe something happened off camera, or maybe it didn't. Maybe we just kind of got the switcheroo pulled on us. So what's been happening is Brittany and Justin were childhood friends. They were. Which is what we keep keep saying over and over again. However, they haven't really seen each other in a long time, but they connected. And it seems like, and maybe I got the wrong idea. It seems like a lot of this conversation might have been turned into sexy talk. So she does say, um, so basically they end kind of because she, he, he no, said, I'm saying this, this is all before they got there. Yes. This is all, all before well, meeting. I was going to say, she says though, later in this episode, she said, I feel like his tone or I don't remember exactly what she said, but she said something like, I feel like his tone or, uh, something changed, um, Changed from our text conversations. She said that this episode. Right. I don't remember the exact wording, but it was basically saying, uh, it was like, not that he's a completely different t- person, but it just right. changed. And I don't know. I, I was, it's speculation. Was it sex? Was it sexy? Was it, I don't know what it was, but I'd be interested to know and the maybe specifics it was, of what changed. I, you know, and I can't remember, but... It seemed like she was so happy with him. He was taking care of her. And then, so, then the friends say, uh, his her friend Prince is like, you know, have y- y'all had sex yet? Because you sh- I should have filmed it. And they're like, no, we haven't. So, and he's like, and then I think maybe her friend India, or maybe she said it, it's like, are you going to have sex? Are you, and he's like, yeah, I'd like to. And then someone asks, so you're saying you have to have sex yeah, or India asks And that. he kind of says, Well, yeah, that would be and then Brittany kinda what I want. Brittany says that too. She's like, So you're saying that we have to spend the night yeah. together for you to know if you want to continue this? And Justin says, Yeah. Yeah. So that's a bridge too far for her. That's a bridge too far for her. And, and the way Justin said it, it did seem it did. The thing about it is, you guys, when you're cornered like this, you you need to go. I said about a hot dab, but a hit about a hot. You you do a quick dance. <laughs> I, maybe people will come at me for this, but I didn't feel like. I don't feel like Justin was a jerk. Well, with, I feel like he just said what he wanted with with and that's not with the dialogue wanted. around consent. The way things are these days, that's just it's not going to fly. I agree with that. I don't think he was saying it like... He wasn't. I'm just saying... But should he have said, I would like to have sex? Yes. He didn't say that. He was saying it like it's a a yes or no for him. But you know, I think even they would have turned in, I would like to have turned... I would like to have sex into something that says, I need to have sex or it's over. Yeah. Yeah. And I think... And I think definitely Brittany, Brittany is a sabotager. Yeah. As we've seen that. So this is what's interesting. Uh, this is post all that. Um, Justin, uh, she, she's in a confessional. She says, Justin puts a lot of the focus on sex. Um, it's almost like this has hit her and she's not seen anything up to this before now. Which that I'm a little 
confused. So this is, I guess this is my question. Yeah. She says, basically, if you break my trust, you make my wall go higher. He broke my trust. Right. Now my wall went higher. Now, maybe this is the dumb cis male perspective. So if it is, I fully will apologize, eat crow. But I, I don't, I literally don't understand what trust did he break. Right. No, I'm asking you. Like, do you know? Um, I think. I was confused on that. I think it was just that, to me, it felt like because, this is hard. I felt like they were trying, he was trying to follow her set of rules Mm -hmm. that he thought needed to be said and there was kind of a path forward that the friends were making to talk about subjects. But here's what I got that just to help me trigger and yeah. think. I think what I'm a little caught up on, unless there were that we, but we were, un, we don't know about, we didn't know that the rules were, that there were, were spoken rules. It no. Seemed, it, at least the way it seemed to me is, Brittany, they slept in the same bed when he came. Same, they were very affectionate. Yes. Very physical before right. she had her injury. It it seemed to me he like made out with her, took her to the bed. They went to bed. She was all about it. Right. I did not see or hear about expect and a conversation of expectations. That never I, happened. And I feel like Justin was voicing his expectation and Brittany wanted him to read her mind. Ding, ding, ding. And that, so, uh, and I think the friends made it worse. They made it way worse. Now, if Brittany had said, look, I'm not ready to have sex. I want to take more time. I will let you know when I'm ready. Right. And then he still said that. Fuck him. I'm going to actually put out a theory because this makes sense to me. I just realized it. I think that Brittany like, realized about halfway through or right before that dinner that she wasn't really into him. I think that could be totally, and that was precipitated because of the friends, and that and that was the way to kick him off. I, I that makes sense. That makes sense did to it me. Did not make sense. It didn't make. Didn't sense make sense. But that, that makes sense to me. That that I just thought of it. And if that wasn't, if Brittany actually liked him, Brittany girl, and maybe you did, and we just didn't see it. Tell someone your expectations of them. Right. Put a boundary down. Don't expect someone to read your mind. Right. But, and she, she let her friends set a boundary that... Like when Poodle goes on a date... <laughs> ain't they, no boundary. They know they're sticking it in or they're getting out. Yeah, I'm a sure thing, as I tell people. Yeah. And that's no, what they call me in college. Literally, that's what's on his grinder profile. <laughs> sure thing. Sure thing. Sure thing, Vax bottom. <laughs> sure thing. Vax peach emoji. Sure <laughs> Shot emoji, peach. Peach. (laughs) Sadly, someone has that. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So. so, Now that said, I do. I mean, he seems a little surprised. But I think think she wasn't into him. I don't think she was. But I do. That said, I do think they get home. She asks him to sleep on the couch. She wants some living. He says yes. After that, Brittany does a good job, I think, of like saying how she feels, where she's at. I mean. They both feel like it's he, awkward. He kind of comes at her and says, I think you're still stuck in your previous relationship and trust. And and she kind of, in her confessional, she says, I was 22 when I was married, and it wasn't good. And he said, this is when, this is what took me out of everything. He's like, 
in his confessional, he's like, I'm disappointed, you know, this really could have been a fairy tale story. And I thought, here's the thing. Yes, you would you had known each other before, but this are these are the pitfalls of long, long distance, distance relationships where you don't meet in person. This is why I told you before, and I know you kind of said, "Oh, I like," but this is why when I was online dating, I didn't want to online date people for a long time. Like I wanted to meet after talking, like maybe after a week, because I felt like so many people did this texting long, even if it's not long distance, even if you're still in the same town but you don't know it. It's like yeah. you're. This people build up this fantasy, yeah, yeah, like of who you are. It's going to be so no, romantic for these people. It's been months though, and for them, it's even worse because they have this history of who he was as a kid, right? And who she was as a kid, and it's high school romanticized, right? And it's like and it happened I, to my aunt Peggy, y'all. She married her, <laughs> she married her high school so sweetheart, and then they were divorced in a week because they met at a reunion again. He wanted her money. <laughs> Boy. Don't come after that. Yeah. Aunt Piggy's got to buy new lips. Uh, <laughs> Those aren't cheap when your dog so, eats them. Uh, and your dog, that's when they're stuck on a peanut butter and honey sandwich. <laughs> true. Um, I, I wrote, this This was all based on magical thinking between her and him. Did she did, I will say, I was proud of Brittany when she said things like, she was like, she just basically said, it was awkward for her. That Oh, that's where Justin said the chemistry was there over text. Yeah. He said the chemistry was there over text See, and it wasn't in person. But Brittany does say, I made the decision that this is a friendship. I love that sentence. That I think that's great. What, what, do, what do you infer when you hear the sexual chemistry was great over text? I am when someone says the sexual chemistry is great over text, and then they're not the same in person. It's two things. No, I'm just saying take take that just separate when, from well, in person. Uh, when you infer that if the sex if someone is sexually like has sexual chemistry and we're sexting over text, I'm going to assume we're going to have sex. Yeah. So, or. Or you think she's sending you, even though it's text, signals. Or that they want. And right. again, I think it's just, it was just, y'all, you can flirt. You can totally flirt. But if you say, yeah. then say, you know what? I'm a big flirt. I like to, I like to sext a lot. I'll be honest. So in, in, when I meet you in person, I need more time. That's just me. And this Let is, them know. and this is an interesting topic to talk about you guys, because yes, texting can get dirty talk. It doesn't you get can, talked a lot because we, yeah. this is still new. It's, this is 10 years we've been doing right. this. If that in the thousands of years of, of humans right. dating one another, it's a blip. It, but it is interesting. Um, if someone says something over text or even in, let's say they were video chatting or on the, on the mm-hmm. phone, I, I guarantee you she could probably say it on video or phone. Like kind of like she's done in my conf- in her confessional. She's like, he wants that. She wants, he wants this WAP. Yeah. But when it comes to real intimacy, when it comes to, and, and because then it, because then it gets vulnerable. Whereas Brit, it does. Whereas Brit, where I don't get. So he says, it was just everything Justin said. He said I could feel the standoffishness right. when I got here, 
and I'm assuming that's from the past. He didn't know, but he could feel it. Whereas Brittany says, he presented to he presented himself to be someone he's not. And I wrote, did he? Did he? I, I, I put a big X on that. Because I, at least from the editing we have seen, I felt like he was very clear on who he was. Right. Yeah. I don't, I, I still, I still think she's got major vulnerability problems and of, of letting, she, she said her letting her walls down. That's um, true. And, but I think she desperately wants to do it and it was, and, and texting and sexting and video allows us to have that freedom. It does. But if you are not clear with someone who you're doing that with. We talk about that with Molly. Yeah. Molly. It's the same problem. Very sexual. And then she gets around Kelly. She her voice goes up. Yeah. She gets very little girl and shy and timid. So, uh, and I don't want to defend either of these men either. They just need to know about this kind of cyber consent, which is not real world consent. Think, and we're treading around because obviously consent, is, especially with women, is very, not even, consent on any relationship is very important to us. Um, and we want to honor that and support those boundaries. So I think we feel we want to make sure Brittany's protected and all those things, but there's just either Brittany or the producers did not give us a good job of this whole, yeah. the whole full picture of this story. I, I'm still really confused. I feel like literally we saw 25% of this picture. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. And then there's a little bit of a preview for next time that she's going to be, she's going to go back to Terrence. And then she says in a confessional, I don't have to tell Terrence anything that's been going on. And I feel like for her, she had she has got a lot of ethics about what he told her. She and does, she does not exp- she does not uh, believe she needs to treat people the way she wants to be treated. Right. But that it, Brittany does do that. Yeah, it's 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 very interesting. Um, She's like, dude, I'm dating somebody <laughs> else, but he can't. Dude, I married someone else. It's <laughs> God. I miss that. Made me miss. Me, I miss her so much. Oh God, <laughs> dude, that's my car. It's car, y'all. I don't know why, but our single lives are just long shows. Sorry. Well, I think I think. Why these, do we talk so much about this show? Here's let me tell you why. It's Colt and fucking Big Ed. No, let me tell you why. Because these are very very complicated people. Uh, and dating brings out all the very gritty things about them. It does. I guess we would have. Should we take a break? Should we? Yeah. Oh, we should. Commercial. Oh, I forgot. We need that. I know. I'm glad I'm here. You know what? I am too. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but 
that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. To all our queens, to Caitlin and... The Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find you're happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens Let's talk about Colt Making some coffee Making he lo- make an espresso. I agree with him. There is something in about- a sleeveless shirt. I do my little pour over, and it kind of relaxes me. It sets me up for the morning. You do a pour- you do a pour over. Yeah, 
Oh, God. Fucking well, bougie. Well, no, I don't have any... I don't ha- have a big kitchen. I don't have a room for a coffee maker. How do like you... a big Keurig. So what do you I, do? And also, I prefer... it. I just grind the beans, and I have the fresh ground beans, and I just put them in a little cup and just pour hot water over it. I don't have it. No, that's a French press. No, French press is where you pour it in a glass, and then you let it sit for three or four minutes, oh, and then you press it down and pour, pour it. over. You're I, making your own pour overs. It's very. It's not because it's fancy. It's easy. I used to have a French press, and I kept breaking the glass when I would wash it. I went through like four of them because the glass is very thin. Yeah, and I was like, I've got to figure out a different way of doing this. <laughs> so that's why I have a little Just plastic. Keurig. I don't have the kitchen counter space. You see my kitchen? It's itty bitty. <sighs> good thing. I, good thing I've got a bigger one now. Um, that's fine. So you know you can lay on your countertop, take your uh, rolling pin, and fuck yourself with it. For all I care, <laughs> glad you have the room how'd to do you, it. How'd you know what my my, my agenda was tonight? <laughs> Someone's baking bread. <laughs> Fun time in the kitchen. Um. So, so Vanessa's impressed that Colt apologized, y'all. Oh my god, they so deserve each other. Oh, they kind of they do. so deserve oh each other. Oh my god, y'all. Oh, a man apologized. Yeah, right. Uh, Just give him all the praise. Meanwhile, the bar is so low. Women across the world are having to apologize constantly <laughs> for shit they didn't do. I think I think what she is saying is it's very out of character for him. So that that's how she's qualifying that. Anyway, um, now Colt wants to be Vanessa. To be, well, he's always said he wants. And Vanessa then it's to be like, and then it's like, would you, my girlfriend, like check yes or no? Uh, would you want to meet me out by the bleachers? And she's like, yeah, I'll do it. Sure. And she's like, and Colt says, well. He was like, yes! Do you, I, I get worried when you say that you really want to. And I'm like, Colt, look in the mirror at yourself, yep. at your fucking scraggly beard. She just said, yes, go with it. It's also self-sabotaging. Like, it's trying yeah. to find anything. And we're going to see that. He's he's going to try to do that with every relationship he's in, you guys. Yes. These, these people who we are seeing on The Single Life need to be single. They do. They need really. to get right with themselves. Yeah. They need to figure them fucking selves out. So far, the only one I'm kind of proud of in all of this is Fernanda. Yes, but she's using uh, well, we'll get techniques from her therapist. Which, that's next episode. But Yeah. Um, y'all, Vanessa still doesn't feel like she can 100% trust him. And what Jess said about him, he's a liar. He cheated on Trash you. Man. Trash man. That got in her head. And she said, let's go to a therapist. Because what, counselor, makes, yeah. what makes me so special that you're not going to cheat on me, let's go to couples counseling. Right. Y'all, but before we it go. It is really early to go to couples counseling. It, it is pretty early. <laughs> I mean, it is, they, but it's early in their dating relationship. It's not early in their friendship relationship. I get it. I just think it's so interesting that they're like, yeah, we should go to, we should go to counseling. I will say something. A lot of people think they think. We of, should normalize it, I guess. Well, no, a lot of people think that uh, kind of a. I guess a misnomer of couples counseling. You go when something's wrong. No, you or, go when you're in a rela- a romantic relationship with something else. When actual actual couple counselors can be really fantastic for, um, I mean, not work employees because that's a whole HR thing, but can be great for siblings. Can be great for business partners. Like those, though, it's a, a relationship yeah. that involves 
one or more people and the relationship of the person, right. the person, person, no, I, I totally but a lot agree. Of don't think about that. Well, couple, but, so, but, but it's 95% married couples. No, I agree. In relationships. So I just want to tell that for people though. If you're like you and your friend are having a big problem in life and y'all can't work it out, go to a couples therapist that they'll be great. But what I was going to say is they're new in their dating relationship, but they do have several years of their kind of friendship. They've known each other for like two years. So yeah, but I agree with you. It's like, hey, I'm your girlfriend. <laughs> Let's go to counseling. It did. It did. But I might I, not be the best sign. Yeah. But I, I have, I have several friends who, uh, they've they've started either they've been to couples counseling before they start to get married, or yeah. or and 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 it's not they they go before something is was wrong, which is great. Yeah, I highly recommend. Yeah, that. I, I think we should normalize that. Um, or sometimes people have gone to couples counseling before they move in with someone. Yeah, or right when they move in. Oh, that's fair. Those are good. You know, whoever moves in with Poodle, y'all should get into counseling immediately. <laughs> they can go. I'm fine. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, but before we go, y'all, we see Mother Debbie. I was just wondering where she is. Um. And they're, they're breaking to Mother Debbie uh, that they're a couple. And we had some good steak. Better than my better steak. Better than my steak. I love your steak, Mom. Hey there, Pee Wee. It's medium rare because it's bloody like the people we're going to kill. Shh, Pee Wee. We're going to go kill some truckers oh, later. Okay. <laughs> Mommy, what's this? I promise I can give you some. I don't like her winking. Give you some blood later. Okay, Mom. Okay. I'm getting bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's Pee Wee the Mole on the side of Debbie's head. Yes. Just to remind <laughs> you. <laughs> they've, mole, a, they've actually murdered a lot of people together. Warped, it, some type of bump. I think it's some type of cyst that's yeah. become something. Ooh, Dr. Pipple Popper could remove oh, no. it. No. It's a crossover. Uh, so uh, they're looking to find someone for Debbie because she's on a dating app. And uh, she's like, I like a man with a good sense of humor. Like a man, good sense of humor. Good sense of humor. Enjoys a good steak. <laughs> like that, Pee Wee. Um, what do you think? If they don't put Debbie on single two, season two oh, of the they Single have Life, to. I want to watch Debbie date. This is. I never thought I would say that. This is a very interesting show. I wish the cast, with the exception of. Fernanda, Molly, and um, even Danielle. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that Danielle is one of the brighter spots for me yeah. for this thing. I wish, wish, wish. Besides those three, I wish they had been better people personally. That I could root for them. Yeah, because I'm not gonna root for Brittany. I'm not gonna root for Big Ed. Um, who else is on here? Um, I can't remember. <laughs> can't remember. I do root for Molly, but I think she's so fucked up. I love Molly, and I want to go fix her. I know it'd be a lot of I work. I root for her as well, but yeah, it's oh, and cult, cult garbage. I don't. That's the thing. They've given us three people who are bad. They've just given us three bad people. But also, but I'm not gonna lie. We just had a 35 minute conversation about Ed. So I it's know. Interesting. I know. Makes you talk. That's true. I just. Let's give him something to talk about. Um, talk about it. So, <laughs> so we do go to therapist Brad. The, we do. The, the, now, Brad looks like he's just finished riding his Harley. He does. And, and he's he got comes all of his, in. His podcast equipment. <laughs> you and I'm noticed that honest, too. I thought, 
This is going to be a hack. Yeah, me too. This is the best. To me, this is it some of the best out, therapy we've this, seen. It's very, it's very like, I loved it because it's very like narrative postmodern right. therapy. This is, what he did was fantastic. It was much them. better than Beth Ann, Tim's Beth, therapist. Yes. <laughs> Can I just get a dog treat, please? <laughs> Tell me the gay people are bad, Tim. They're terrible. (laughs) We can repair them. In his name. (laughs) Um... So, so yes, yeah, so I like I liked the artificial fire place on the wall. Yeah, there was an artificial fire, <laughs> and so they they basically, um, and you know, Debbie. By the way, Debbie's like, I think it's good, Coach, going to therapy because he doesn't like to confront people, and that's right. why he lies to him. She calls like, <laughs> and so. Um, and then, but she does says, "They're gonna have to work their own problems, and I'll keep a mouth shut." And then we heard, "Are we? <laughs> Are we both? Anyway, sorry, I just had to say that. Yeah. Um. So, Vanessa basically what says, kind of "Journey, do you want to start from here, Poodle?" That's what he said. It. <laughs> getting, I enjoyed that. Um. Vanessa says, "Um, here's the problem: is, uh, oh, I want I wanted to ask you this. What?" What do you think of someone's therapist who's already kind of been being seeing another person? Should they go to that therapist or they should they on for a neutral ground go to another therapist completely? This is a good question. Um because that's most my first thing. So ethically, the way we are trained is you if you're an individual's therapist, they see a different couple. Exactly. So that said, that doesn't always happen. Yep. Um And it also depends on kind of what they're going for. So often I've done sessions where I brought in a partner because the person, my client. That's different though. Wanted to be, well, I just want to make that. Right. My client had something they either wanted to talk to them about or they wanted their partner to witness something they were experiencing. But you're still, you're, 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 you're still accountable to your client first. My main focus is my client. Yes. Um, it's not it's an ethics thing and the thing with ethics it's they're not black and white it's right. what's going to work best for you and for your client right so with this in this case uh, i mean he did a great job but i was kind of he does have a history with her right and so i kind of and so for me, it's, thought it should have been a new therapist. It was less. I agree. It was less of a couple session than helping her to be okay with him. That I could. If, to me, it was just calling it a couples counselor. But to me, it was. If yes, if 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 he said, if she said, look, I want us to go to a couples therapy, or I want you to come to my therapist. Exactly. Very different. I want him to kind of talk me through this trust thing with you. Exactly. That's different. It's about totally her. Totally And that really, but this was, she said couples and he talked to Colt, Colt alone about his own right. stuff. So it felt like couples therapy. <sighs> I, I it, had a, it again, was a little ethical thing ethics, for me. It's yeah. not black and white. So if you're, if you're going to see your couples therapist and it's your individual and it works for you, that's great. Right. The reason why we do that often is because because you, you not have all epi- couples therapy goes well. Exactly, a lot of 
a lot of people break up in couples therapy, and then what happens? So you let's don't know say I have your a client. Ethical for, obligation is to. Well, I have a client for ten years that we developed this beautiful relationship. They bring in their partner. We have couples therapy for six months. They break up, and then often they felt like I was a cause, a right. cause of their breakup, and then they never come see me again. It's also who is and that's sad. Who do you have an ethical obligation to? Yes. So, um, and I think that's the trickiest thing. If if uh, it, like working with two people, it's it, they'll they'll say they can sometimes say, "Well, you sided with so and so." Then it becomes about that when and you're supposed to be my therapist. Exactly. So it's yep. about anyway. It's a slippery slope. We're it's saying a slippery slope. That said, this is. I it's some of the best se- session I, work we've done. We've seen the entire. S- mine didn't go as well because I don't know why. When I did couples, it was, I had like I had one couple I liked, and like the rest of them, it's a nightmare. Drove me crazy. It's a nightmare. But I've done this exact exercise of actually making. Yeah, it's pretty get common. Up, yeah. switch sheets, and what that does, it forces someone to think from another person's perspective. I was kind of breathless hearing Colt talk as Vanessa. Me too. I, I was wrote like, that down. Wow. This is so insightful and so empathetic. Right. This is coming from a podcast that called Colt a sociopath. <laughs> he does say, I don't confront, he doesn't confront his problems well, she says. I will say, Colt is much more self-aware than anybody in He's, the Nine Day universe. I'm going to say this. Colt, unless we're hearing, unless he's, Shirtless, and we're hearing kissy sex noises under the cover sheets. Hashtag next episode. Um, Colt doesn't repulse me anymore. Well, you know why? Next to Big Ed, for me, that's true. He's a walk in the park. He is. That's true. Um, wow. If like if Big Ed wasn't on this season, we've had I Big think Ed and Andrew. That's true. Colt's nothing compared They've to Andrew. They kind of desensitized like, us. Colt's a hero compared to Andrew. And Colt's still been shitty to those we, two women. And we did have Mark on Mark and Nikki for a class. And he's list. probably going to destroy Vanessa. So there's I don't know. that. <laughs> I don't know. They deserve each other, though. So they do that. We also find out that Vanessa had, she doesn't know she's been cheated on before. She had a kind of a right. really bad past marriage. Um, it was the, a lot of trust issues. Yes, she was. She felt neglected all the time. Colt also said what Vanessa probably says about him is Colt. He said he's never happy with a woman. Ooh. He said that about himself, um, and he said I'm afraid that I'll uh, I'll annoy. I'll want her. something else, or I'll annoy her. Uh huh. I'm afraid you're never going to be satisfied. Yeah. Well, actually, she says that about when she's him. She says Vanessa's never going to be satisfied, and Colt says I'm afraid of that too. I get bored. Right. I get bored of situations. It was really, I gave them some empathy for it. And then they talk about sex. I, I will say, of course, I will say that idea of I get bored is a simplification. Um, yeah. Usually, it, you, that is also a sabotaging kind of thing. Because uh, yeah. you, you, when something is first presented to you and you're like, that person's getting on my fucking nerves. Now, that being said... I will totally kick someone at the curb after three weeks if they if they start chewing loudly, <laughs> or and he has, or I don't know, I don't know if, it's, if the dick's if, if the, the if the dick can be a, quite a convincer though, for me. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, the sex because cold, of course, 
What's it three to five times a week? Three, no, no, no. A three day. Four times a day. A day. He's like, how is it, that possible? I, I love that the cult said sex one of the one of the best things you can do ever. And I don't understand three four times a day. Let's do it. Adjust glasses. <laughs> I noticed I that so, too. It was so weird. It is kind of like I'm. I think everyone is very convinced that I've assumed the view the the form of a person. Now, oh, glasses. glasses. Now talk about sex like I am a person. Um, he, I think, basically that they talk about sex, and then and she, the therapist said, switch roles. Right, let her her be the pursuer. You kind say of that again, pursuer. <laughs> her be the pursuer, and you kind pursuer. of pursue and you take time for yourself, sir. The chaser. But Vanessa says, I'm afraid I'll never be good enough for you. Mm, Honey. That's your problem. It's cult. You're fine. You're fine. I agree. You're fine. That just tells you she's got her own list of problems. Yes. Yeah. Um, can we actually skip and do Molly first and yes. then get to Danielle? Yes. I feel like that's right. Yes. Because Molly's it's, quick. It feels right. It feels right. Um, so, so Kelly left a few days ago <laughs> and... I he haven't told him that I don't want children. Molly, we love you, but we just love talking like you. Yeah, I don't want kids, and he wants you. He don't words. know that. He yeah, don't yet. know that. <laughs> I made that decision a long time ago. Kelly doesn't uh, know. I got to go with the pulpit to tell him that. She always does everything and purses her lips at the end. Do you want a, Do you want Dr. Pepper from Sonic? <laughs> Their lips always purse. Um... So and yes, I do want a Dr. Pepper from Sonic. There, oh boy, someone's got Sonic on the brain. Ooh. Talking about Doritos earlier. Uh, um, tell me, you don't want some chili cheese tater tots? Always. Thanks. Uh, so Cynthia's there, and Cynthia's like, we know how Cynthia is that wise person in her life. She's like, with Molly, every man's got a something. And Molly says earlier, she says, I just don't want to lose him over that, over kids. Oh, and I'm like, fear based, but. But can that's a you, big thing to. Big, you don't want to lose him, but can big you? Big Can you keep him? No, you can't. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so Cynthia. So she says, "There's always one thing she'll always find. It's a, it's always something about them, or Either they're wrong, or something they had or done, not telling her or their something. past." Um. So y'all, let me introduce a little crazy. If you if you don't watch this show, yeah. Ooh. Okay, uh, she, Molly has kind of got him to open up, and she's been trying to get Kelly to open up about his past relationships, and instead of kind of saying, thank you for telling me about that, and let me, let me kind of validate you for sharing yourself with me, mm-hmm. I'm going to go online and find and, this girl to see her. and troll her. And see what about her you liked, and what and about what, her what, that's what's not me that's better than me exactly. And then I'm gonna find her kid that I think looks like you, and believe that it's your long lost baby you know nothing about, or that you lied to me about, so I can destroy this relationship and Makes blow sense. it up. Makes um, sense. I went now. If you're, oh we're wrong, God. and this really is his kid, no, then, I no. But I'm saying, but. What a what a what a stretch though. Even if even if even if she's right, even I'm like it, 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 it. even if she's right, 
Can you imagine saying something like that to someone and how fucking crazy you would sound? Slap me with a dick and call me crazy. Y'all, you, she's, we assume that in the next episode, she's going to tell him this. What was, what would you do if someone said, I think I would be like, what? Are you fucking kidding me? Well, they have some, it, it, we, he's new to us, but actually I think they've been dating each other longer. But yeah. If I was been like, within like the first three months and someone said that to me. Right. I would say. Peace out. going to work. Yeah. That said, I think if I was like six months in and where you start to, where you start to, you know, but, see the cracks of people and you want to love them in spite of wouldn't that. Wouldn't you respond like, Really? Yeah, I, we don't know how he responds. I haven't seen the episode where he responds. I just, I my thing was, how do you come back from something like that? It would be accusing you of lying, saying even though this is a man who says he wants kids, you're saying you're a liar. I know you have a secret child. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. And if, honestly, it's interesting. The thing Mo- Molly is so scared of of trust. Is the thing that she's going to break with Kelly. Yep. That's what, yeah, I wrote the same thing down. He's not going to trust her. Nope. She's like, trust is all we have. He's not going to trust that she's ever going to be just be. Right. That's that, y'all. So we talk about Danielle. (laughs) It's the last night of the girl's trip. And, uh, the, uh. Uh, looks like they really want me to go out with this guy named Sonny. And the three witches in, in the Scottish play go, yes, the blood sacrifice the, approaches. The, we must quickly or we'll have to wait for another hundred years to raise Adrian. <laughs> I still think they're angels. Um, But, yes. Y'all, Daniel comes... Daniel. Dan, uh, Danielle, she comes out. She's... Got extensions again. <laughs> she looks pretty. Yeah, I wish they need to do something. Either she she she's wearing glass. She's wearing contacts in the confessional, and it's a much better look for her. But they need to do something. She needs a little bit of volume in what she wears. Otherwise, she just still kind of looks dumpy. I think it's her walk. Yeah, a confident walk is. I mean, maybe Danielle's. So I don't want to. If she's in pain. But y'all, Danielle walks She kind of like lumbers. A, she walks like an 80-year-old woman walking into a Baptist church. <laughs> it's true. That, I just painted a picture for no, everybody. No, it's exactly what it is. That that Lincoln Continental pulls up right in the handicap yeah. parking. They get out, walking on gravel, walking right in. She can't wait to get the good news. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I agree with you. Um, but so Lauren is going to set her up on a date with this guy named Sonny, mainly because she met him in the lobby and he had a mask that said, I enjoy homemade, long, homemade that said, I enjoy long walks to the fridge. And he's funny. He's quirky. I just wrote y'all, y'all, y'all. That's all I could write. Uh, and it's a blind date that she just found. So, you know, they're really desperate for this blood sacrifice. They're, they're like... <laughs> They're like, this is it. It's it's nothing. They, We're gonna have to wait another three hundred years. They put an ad on Craigslist. No one answered. So now they just they're just on cold some, talking to people. Somebody they found on 4chan. <laughs> Good luck. So y'all, we meet 
they're going on a boat ride, a tiki boat ride. And I agree, it's a terrifying first date because you can't go anywhere. <laughs> the tiki, 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 tiki room. It's showtime. In the tiki, 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 tiki room. I love the water. Are we going to have some sex? <laughs> Okay, enough. I'll be singing it all night. That's one of my favorite places to go to Disneyland. They don't have that at Disney World. Why? The birds? The, you well, they're fake birds. I know they're not going to kill me. Okay, maybe you, maybe you actually want to be around birds, and that's the only place where you think birds are safe. Maybe. <gasps> Ooh, I just read you. Or they just need to sing music from the Sherman Brothers and possibly. Make me love them. Um, so y'all, I think we need to, we see Sonny. Let's describe Sonny. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's start with high as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Sonny looks like someone who, uh, just got off his ride, just got off a shift at the carnival. Uh, he runs the Tilt-A-Whirl. I mean, he just looks like he's done done some extracurricular substances. Yeah. Some of them very quite not illegal. Done lots of drugs, y'all. He says he's... And he not just like X or Special K. No, this is sh- maybe some shrooms. Uh, maybe a little meth. Maybe I mean, a little meth. It was I cut mean, with something else, though. I mean, it looks questionable. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he's a handsome guy. White guy, skinny, bald head with a little yeah. bit of hair on top. With very aggressive eyebrows. But pretty lips. Yeah. Nice smile. Yeah. Very thin. Um. Yeah, but he gave me the creeps. Um. But Danielle just goes right. Goes right yeah, into it. Yeah. Right into it. So, y'all, they get on this. It's actually pretty cool. Not necessarily for two people. This no. It's like what you do, like a bachelorette it's party. It's like 10 people, yeah. You go on a boat, on a tiki boat. That sounds fantastic. Yep. Agreed. So he's basically... Y'all, if you've never been to a tiki bar or had tiki oh, drinks... I love tiki bars. You get fucked up You do, quick. because it's very sweet. You don't taste the alcohol. And it's strong drinks. There's a huge tiki bar culture in Los Angeles. There is. Is the one still open on Silver Lake? The famous one? I don't know if since COVID... There are oh, other fam- bars are opening you know, this week. You know where they're really the, a lot of tiki bars are Valley. They're more than I went in on Silver a Lake. date on that one in the Valley. What's that one called? On Oxnard, up uh, there. Yes. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. I w- I've been there. I've been there on a date, but I've been to most bars on dates. In Los Angeles. But that's one reason, kind of, why I didn't go on a second date. Is he was like, y'all, you got to be careful with gays because sometimes they want to only go to like the newest, fanciest West Hollywood bar. That's not me. That's not Poodle either. No. And he was like, what's this bar? And he didn't like the bar. And I went, I'm not going out with you again. If you don't like a fun, kitschy, tiki Did you bar, find the... the? Yeah, he's like, where do you want to meet? Because he lived in the Valley. He lived in like North Hollywood. Oh. And I said, well, let's meet here. How do you always find... even? You tell even worse date stories that I've had. <laughs> oh, I've had horrible dates. Horrible. <laughs> maybe, your, maybe your decision making isn't good. I don't think it used to be. <laughs> Thank God. 
I don't. I fall for the dick. Oh, that's sad. I fall. In fact, again. Well, I'm going to save it for afterwards. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to give it away. But y'all, so let's. So they get on this boat. There's captain. I feel like this is probably better done in a segment we like to call reality gaze theater. As long as it's at the same time, I do it. All right. Let's do this. Poodles will be playing the role of Danielle. I'll be playing the role of a new character, Sonny. Sonny. Spelt S-O-N-N-Y. <laughs> That's going to be important later. Here we go. And scene. Whoa. Water's I, really I, nice tonight. Uh, you seem like a chill uh, person. I like your vibe. Well, thank you. I just met you. you, but I don't know how I know. Uh, You're great people for sure. Look, sure. it's really nice right. out here on the uh, water. You can wait. see all these houses. Are we on the water? I thought we were just standing on land. Wow, that was hard stuff. Uh, so what do you do? Uh, I'm in hospitality industry, you know? What's that? Just like, uh, you know, I, um, hospitable to people. Oh. Just nice to them. <laughs> that's <laughs> funny like nice. you're you're like so, the most interesting person yeah, i've ever met i don't really do anything else just work and hospitable okay just, yeah. what tv yeah. shows do you like i like shows with snakes and monsters well wow, it's some freaky shit <laughs> that that should be a red flag you for smoke, anybody else, but I love it. You smoke a bowl and you see a serpent. Good luck in your dreams. You want to see my tattoo? It's with you have snake dreams. Four butterflies. If I know by snakes, they scare me. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, your butterfly. They're for each of my four oh children. Oh my god! You love that song, Butterfly Kisses. Butterfly kisses at night. I used to like it, but now you made it sad. Let's keep talking. Um, so, do you like my tattoos? Yeah, they look a little prisony, but uh, you'd been in prison. What music do you like? <laughs> what well, don't say oh, country because yeah, don't like country. country. Oh, oh. <laughs> isn't that a kicker? Isn't that a kicker? Yo, I, oh, I make I make playlists. Your- with seed and I make I burn CDs. Huh? You know, it's two thousand one, right? You're I make me. CD mixes. No, I'll make you a CD. Oh. I, there's an actual not like I go make CDs, even though it's quite industrial where this I live. Part I'm weirded out. I'll make Shockingly. you a CD, but no country. Okay, okay. <laughs> Well, you seem like you're a real nice person and easy okay. to talk to. Okay, you're, you're like the best person I've ever met. Do you want to just take an Uber to my hotel? Let's go. We're at the same hotel. Put your head on my boob. I'm not going to do that. And scene. Y'all, this was so awkward. But in a way, maybe this is what Danielle needs. I, they, I thought that too. <laughs> First of all, I thought, to be honest, I liked Sonny a lot. Me too. I thought he was a really, I think he's a really nice guy. He's a drug addict. And, but, but, <laughs> but, 
you can be a nice person and be on drugs. I'm saying, yes. I know. You didn't mean that, but the way you said that no. countered, it sounded like you were saying he would be. He's a nice guy. He's high as fuck. Yeah. But he's nice. He's talking. No, but I'm not saying he casually does drugs. You could, you can just tell. <laughs> like, he does drugs all the time. Like, the fact that the girls just met him, and or the ladies met him and said him, I'm like... That's dangerous. Uh, maybe they do want him. Maybe I'm convinced now they do want Thank her dead you. for a blood sacrifice. Thank you. I think I've been convinced. This was the last. Cho- this was the last chance. When you walk, killer. Um, but what I liked about this is it was a good conversation. <laughs> I mean, but it was like they talked. The bar is so low, but, but yeah, they did talk. And I do agree with you. I think we're going to talk more about it when we talk. she talks to the women in a reaction. But I hope next episode, I hope that the ladies and Danielle take this for what it is. And that when you're dating, sometimes you just, you don't, you aren't right for the person. But it's more about, do I give good date? Do I have a good time yeah, when did, I'm on a date? Did I have a good date? Did, it's not about whether that person liked me. Did I just have a fun time? Did I have a good day? I was myself. Did, did I feel good about it? Yes. Did I feel good? And for that, I think for this win, for Danielle, it's a win. I kind of agree with you. I will say her story, her storyline has been the bright spot for me for this entire season so far. Danielle's the person I relate to the most of this cast. I, <laughs> wow. Yeah. What does that say? Well, I have a question for you. Yeah. Name four songs that are on Danielle's mixed <laughs> CD playlist. And if you think that you're not creating a Spotify playlist, a Danielle CD playlist, you've got another fucking thing coming. If you don't think you're doing this... Way down wrong. yonder on the Chattahoochee. Okay. She loves her Alan Jackson. She loves her Alan Jackson. Um, she's also going to love anything Carrie Underwood, but only the big, the big singles. Like Jesus Ooh. Take the Wheel? Yes. Okay. Um, she's going to love Brooks and Dunn. Any non-country that she just wants to mix it up. Um, she loves that song Despacito. Oh, okay. <laughs> Makes her feel exotic. Makes her feel exotic. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think there is also a place... For um, uh, next time I fall in love, is, oh, okay, is, uh, by Cher and Peter Cetera. I was going to ask, what is Danielle's most romantic song that she would put on her playlist? Um, that signifies love for Danielle. Ben by Michael Jackson. Wow, that's a show. <laughs> wow, that just got weird. No, she think it was really sweet that that uh, that he loves his pet mouse. That's just so right, it's wrong. <laughs> Y'all, that's the show. We'll see you on the next episode of The Single Life. You can go to Reality Gaze Podcast. Holy shit. <laughs> Reality How Gaze. do I even process what's going on know. here? Go to realitygazepodcast.com. You can find us on Instagram at Reality Gaze Podcast. Twitter at Reality Gaze Pod. Hey, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate it. And if you don't want to leave a five-star, and if you don't want to write... You can always write, keep going, queens. We appreciate it. And if you're a queen, you keep going, too. You keep going, queen. Comment Poodle and I on Cameo. I just got like three cameos during this podcast. <laughs> oh so, And I missed one. I got to do it. But that's we're happy to do it. Y'all, I will say this. We really try. Just so 
Sometimes we do. We get busy with life and we forget a cameo. Yeah, we we're doing do our best. It. We will do it. We'll give it to you for free. I it's usually fine. give them for free. Yeah, if, so I, if I miss them. Just so you know, it will happen. If we miss a deadline, we will still get it done. Yeah. Anyway, we call these people Lonely Hearts Poodle because <laughs> aren't we all just Lonely Hearts looking for love on tiki boats? <laughs> yes. And if you, if you like just being regular with people and sitting around, you know, just having some bologna. Do you like bologna? But like the white bread that sticks to the roof of your mouth? A little bit of mustard. Call Call us. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details mom deserves better than a drugstore card this mother's day surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. add your favorite photos a heartfelt message and we'll even mail it for you the same day all for just five dollars from mom to grandma we have something to celebrate every mom in your life every mom deserves a Moonpig card Get 50% off your first card at moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.